0: Welcome to the Real Construction Owners Podcast, where we interview real construction owners and businessmen doing great things to help you go from being a stressed out operator to a thriving owner who's living their dream life. Today, we have a friend and a special guest, Jordan Barry the owner of laundromatresource.com. He has a great story. And I know you're thinking, why would I want to listen to a guy who owns laundromats? Well, listen, there's going to be nuggets of wisdom here that apply to your construction business, investing and growing your brand. So pay close attention. What's up, Jordan? How you doing today, brother?
1: I'm doing awesome, man. How you doing?
0: Man, we are so blessed and so favored. Thanks for asking.
1: Yeah, no so, problem. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited.
0: It's a pleasure, bro. So, you know, we're both uh living the dreams, sun is shining. We get to go surfing on a regular basis, you know. Uh-huh. We got little little kids and I'm just building these businesses. So our audience, they uh they want to know some good. They want to hear they want to hear some tactics. But before we dive in all that, I like to hear a story and brag a little bit T- walk us down memory lane tell us why should people listen to you tell us your story
1: yeah well it's gonna start off really sounding like not bragging uh because my story does not start well. well at least my story in business does not start well uh yeah so I uh, I was actually a pastor for 15 years and uh was ready to kind of get out of that uh vocationally and was trying to figure out what to do had a little cash uh in in the bank and owned a house here in Southern California and I had a great idea we had two two little little kids at that time and I had a great idea I said to my wife why don't we rent out our house here in California take our money go buy a condo in the beach in Hawaii live there till our kids are school aged and uh you know once you know they're school aged maybe we can come back to California and net gain condo in Hawaii and my wife said could do that or we could buy a laundromat and so we ended up with the laundromat
0: <laughs> <and> <laughs> See, a laundromat and not
1: a condo.
0: Laundry- oh man, not, <laughs> that's like a I've Dude, I really want a condo in Hawaii, but you got a you got a laundromat, so that's a cash flowing uh, asset.
1: Carry uh, on. Well, that's the theory, at least. Uh, the laundromat we ended up with. So when we got in the business, we really didn't know a whole lot about it. I did as much research as I could at the time. This was like seven, eight years ago. It's probably like eight years ago now. Uh, there wasn't really a ton of information out there. Um, about laundromats and what you need to know to buy them, um, you know, and they're they're mostly cash businesses, and with that comes risk when you buy it because it's really difficult to know a lot of times, you know, how a laundromat's performing and you know what 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 needs to be done to get it performing if it's not performing because you just don't have the information. Um, so we bought our first laundromat and. It was a bad experience. We bought it, not really knowing a whole relying solely on the broker to help us through the situation. It turns out, I find out later, that the broker is pretty notorious for not most upright person and, and sold us a laundromat that, you know, was really never going to perform anywhere near what he said it was going to perform. And so we ended up losing like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars dollars a month for like 18 months when we were expecting to make, you know, seven, 10 grand a month, which is what the You know the broker told us, and so it was rough, man. It it was very stressful and very like uh, difficult to navigate. And I just remember, like, and maybe some of you guys out there listening can can relate to this. And just owning businesses and specifically in construction, just like grasping anywhere for who can help me, like, figure this out. I just need to dig myself out of this situation. And I I really just I struggled finding somebody to help me uh, do that. So that's why I think podcasts like yours is. I mean, this is great to have you know, people coming on talking about their construction businesses, talking about the lessons they've learned, talking about, you know, or sharing, being willing to share uh, with other people. It's just invaluable. And especially when I think you're first getting started in business. So yeah, so that didn't go well. And uh, so then, you know, my way of digging out of my hole, which I don't necessarily recommend, was to go buy another one. Uh, So I went and bought another laundromat um nice. off you doubled deal. Down. You double, double down. Double down, man. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Double down. And that's that's sort of my MO. It's and it's the opposite of my wife's MO, uh, which you know can cause some stress sometimes, <laughs> especially when you buy that second one. And then not long after you take over that one, a large brand new one gets constructed down the road and sucks out you know 30-40 percent of your business uh, and evaporates like that. So tough, tough, expensive, difficult lessons to learn there. And, you know, once I kind of clawed my way, you know, out of that hole, then I started realizing, hey, there's other people who struggle in this industry uh, similarly. And so I just started writing down, you know, blog posts on lessons I've learned. I'm like, these are expensive lessons. I can share these with people. And, you know, nobody should have to learn the lessons that I learned the way that I learned them. So I'll just tell you. Right. And then I started a YouTube channel and then I started well, then I was like, well, hey, if I really want to like be great in this business and like do really well, I should probably just talk to the people who are doing the best. So like you, uh, I just started interviewing other people in the industry and and started a podcast where I interview laundromat owners, which I know sounds exciting, uh, but it's been really awesome to hear from other people and their experience and all that. So yeah, that's
0: isn't, is it. Isn't it amazing? Like the lessons that I gained from that is, it, you were looking to buy assets over liabilities, and you are looking at either a property in Hawaii or a laundromat instead of just buying a boat or a Rolex or whatever. You were actually like, I'm going to divert that fund towards something that could pay me back. That's lesson number one, and mm-hmm. that's wealth wealth principle number one is is always be buying assets because those assets will keep paying you month after month after month, and they and they can they can grow and you can also sell them you can you can depreciate them and there's so many tax benefits so that's lesson number 1 lesson number 2 is you sought guidance from mentors you sought guidance from people in your niche to help you get past your barriers and that's why I put this together. And that's why I have my retreats here in Costa Rica. Cause I want people to come together and learn and grow and, and get past their barrier and, you know, get sell an extra two or three or five million a year because they got past that barrier. So those are the lessons I derived from what you just said. And since you've done that, what has been the outcome of those? Uh, laundromats,
1: you know, but one of the things I found, which is kind of interesting, you know, in business, is you know, and and I I kind of talk about this with people that I consult with now, is there's there's when you're doing when you're running a business, you're buying a business, or you're starting a business, there's sort of two numbers that. You look at one is what kind of return on the investment are you going to get specifically when you're buying a business, right? So what what percentage return and are you okay with that percentage? But then the the second number to look at is uh, there's a threshold somewhere in there, right? And I could say, hey, I'll I'll sell you a laundromat and you'll get a thousand percent return on your money, but you're going to make a thousand bucks a year. Well, I mean, is it worth it to run a business for a thousand bucks a year? Maybe, maybe not, probably not. Um, yeah. and so somewhere there's a threshold in there that you need to make enough money. And what I found is that threshold shifts as you mature in, in the business. And as you add more assets and as your time becomes more valuable, which I think also is a great, uh, concept to to be thinking of as a uh, a construction business owner is you know uh, what tasks you're spending your time on um and are those up to the value of your um you know your hourly wage so you asked like how are the businesses doing they're both doing okay now the uh the first one I bought though that was supposed to be you know just killing it um it was never gonna do what the broker said it was gonna do and so it nets you know three to five thousand dollars a month which is great you know I originally
0: that's pretty yeah. good path of income right there, buddy.
1: Yeah. And I I mean, I originally bought it for 60 cash. You know, I put financed equipment that has been paid off now for another 125. Um, so I'm 185 in. So it does pretty well. That threshold mark has moved now. And so actually I'm selling that one and moving on to bigger and better things there. So yeah,
0: doing no, well, that, but as awesome. things evolve, so-
1: I need to evolve. So
0: yeah. So so the so that one's doing 3 to 5k a month. It's pretty uh-huh. passive. Uh uh-huh. it's paid off. The uh, materials or or the equipment's paid off. How about the other one? The second one. Yeah,
1: so the other one I bought with the real estate and so that one does about 7ish a month, you know, in cash flow. And so uh yeah, that one does well. And then, you know, one of the benefits of buying the real estate with the laundromat is that the values of each are tied to each other um, and you can kind of manipulate the values depending on how you move money around basically. So basically by charging a higher rent to the laundromat, I can increase the value of the real estate there. So it's pretty nice.
0: Love that. So, so many lessons that you just said. First lesson is as the owner of a company, what are you spending your time on? And number two, what is your time worth? What should a CEO of a company be focused on? Well, in my opinion, they should be focused on finding rock stars. And number two, finding the best people for each seat. And if you do that and you have your SOPs and you have your processes and protocols in place, your business can run without you having to oversee everything. And then you get to truly become an owner instead of an operator. And then lesson number two is own the asset. Buy a building. Because if you're an, uh, a construction company and you're renting a place or you're renting a room out of your house or you're paying 1000 or 2000 and you're renting something, that money could be allocated towards a mortgage. And you might pay less or more, but either way, you're owning the asset and you get to write it off. It appreciates in value. You get tax benefits. Case in point, bought a place in Houston when I first opened the doors for my roofing and solar company. 200 ish thousand. Now it's worth over 340,000. I haven't been there in years, but I have somebody paying me pure cash, $2,500 a month after month. And it's worth, you know, 100 plus thousand more than when I bought it. So own the asset and understand what you need to be spending your time on. So, Jordan, changing gears a little bit, you have uh, acquired these companies and you also have some real estate that's helped your net worth. You it sounds like you've derived, you divvied or derived some of those that funds you make and put it in real estate. Talk to us about your portfolio of real estate and like what your goals are uh, of acquiring more real estate. So,
1: I don't have a ton of real estate. I have uh, a couple of doors, residential and one uh, commercial building, small commercial building. But one of the things I love about sort of laundromats and real estate is that laundromats are great for cash flow. You know, people talk about real estate a lot for cash flow, which is good, but I see cash flow in real estate more as like a uh, insurance almost uh for the downside uh because you're getting a relatively small maybe 8 or 10% a lot of times on or less um on your real estate, but the average laundromat deal without even using a loan is getting 20 to 25% return on your money. So what I love about how they play together is that you can invest in a business like construction business for your income, your cash flow um, or a laundromat or whatever um, and uh, and and have your cash flow go in that way to support your life and and hopefully that becomes more and more passive. I think that's the goal, right And that goes back to, you know, what are you spending your time on? And I see a lot of specifically, I see a lot of construction uh, owners, and shop owners and stuff who are very, uh, they're that sort of, if you, if you've read the book, E-Myth, uh, revisited, uh, they're the very, uh, I forget the word he uses off the top of my head. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, yeah. He's, you know, they're very, they're, they're in the, they love doing the thing, right? You love doing the construction. You love building things. And that's why you start a construction, uh, business, but at some point, if you want it to become more passive, if you want it to scale up, you need to shift your roles from the one who's swinging the hammer to the one who is find, like you said, finding the rock stars who can swing the hammer the best, and and creating sort of the vision for the company and making sure you're staying on, you know, on that path there. So I see that uh, I see that a lot. So, yeah, love so I love that. the cash flow from the business and then the the equity gains that you could see, like that 100,000 in your building uh, from mm. the real estate.
0: You know, it's interesting. Alex Hermosi, who he owns like the gym launch, he also has acquisitions.com. Last year, he made 31 or 33 million or something. And he's like somebody I look up to and aspire and listen to. And he was talking about, like, you know, as business owners, you, me, and the people listening to this uh, podcast and this YouTube channel is yes we need to we need to double down on our business and we need to put money into investments not with the hopes of making a ton of money yeah it'd be great to make a lot of money but it's just a security net like real estate i invest majority of my money into real estate and syndications because it is better than just sitting it in a bank account that's not going to do anything for me I mm-hmm. and I also invested in uh self-directed insurance, like uh investment, uh, what is it called? It's called infinite, infinite banking. Infinite banking. Yeah. Infinite banking, where you know you become your own bank. So the point is, like Alex said, he's like, sure, I've got all this money, but I double my efforts down on my business and I put the money aside for things instead of just losing money in the bank account. I'd rather have it working for me and making five, six, seven, eight percent. Now, I'm curious, what would you say is your superpower, Jordan? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'll, I'll tell you and be very honest about it. It's not operating laundromats. That has been a hard. Those have been hard earned skills. Um, that. I'm still working on and perfecting. So it's not that for sure. I mean, I, I think my superpower really is, is connecting people. That's, you know, that's that's the goal. So I have this laundromat podcast, right? My whole goal with laundromat podcast was on the selfish side. It was to learn what the best people in the business are doing. And on the altruistic side is to connect people in the industry so that everybody can help each other, you know, and kind of like what you're doing, like sharing you know, the secret sauce of how they're doing so well in their business and, and what tips and tricks and strategies, uh, other owners can implement to, uh, you know, increase their business and who, yeah, yeah. Who else in the industry, you know, what other tools, resources, companies, options, software is there in the industry that can help laundromat owners grow? So,
0: Yeah. Curious about you mentioned uh, you wanted, you created a blog post after you started your podcast to, to teach people stuff because everybody's an expert in their own route way. You know, if you're two years ahead of somebody who's just going down this journey, you're considered an expert period. Totally. Yeah. If you've read more books on the subject, you're considered an expert on the topic. So I want to ask you personally about your blog post. Cause I have, I've been saying I need to create a blog. Can you walk me through like how that works? What are you using? Are you using, um, like what website and how do you yeah, do yeah. it? How do you automate it? And how do you streamline it? And how do you delegate it and all that?
1: Yeah. So I have a, a and actually this would be good for, uh, this would be good for construction company owners too, because. Oh,
0: for sure. They're this out is in the field, an, they're making videos, you know, they this can put that under onto a blog.
1: Yeah. This is an under strategy for, SM. uh you know, in-person businesses. We see it a lot with like online marketplaces and stuff, but this is, underutilized and the bar is very low. So, you know, I mean, base and I didn't start out trying to build some company or anything. I was just trying to share lessons that I learned. And so it started out with I just went to uh like bluehost.com, bought a domain name, bought hosting and then there's like a one-click install for WordPress, right? So I installed WordPress and uh I I did a little research on how to utilize WordPress and you know, so WordPress uses plugins, um, and it's basically, you know, different kind of modules that you can plug into the WordPress to help you create what you want to create. So one of the things that I found that's, that's it's very popular plugin, it's called Elementor and Elementor is a visual kind of drag and drop Facebook, uh, uh, not Facebook website page creator. Um, and so, you know, you can drag drag in, you know, blocks for text, blocks for headings, blocks for photos, for videos, all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, charts, graphs, all that stuff. Um and so I used uh, this Elementor to basically create create resource.com and um on there, there's a with WordPress. It has a page designated as your blog page, so you can just go in. You can design that page however you want to with Elementor, um, and write how, whatever you want. So I just started writing about the lessons that I had learned from starting my, uh, you know, starting my my journey into laundromats. And the horrible experiences. So I shared, I was pretty transparent and just shared like, hey, I did not have a good situation, but here's what I learned and here's why. And you know, these lessons cost me six figures probably. So you know,
0: there you go. Better for you, you if you yeah. listen to them. <laughs>
1: it's up to you, but
0: <laughs> and, and with that, is there like an email opt-in and uh, do you know, like the SEO data of how many people are visiting and, and like, yeah. how are you, how are you driving traffic besides or where yeah. are your traffic coming from?
1: Yeah. So, uh, okay. So yeah, there's, um, so I did do, so I wrote a, a, a short little ebook. It's, I don't know, 12 pages or something like that on, uh, I think it's called the keys to buying your first laundromat. And that became sort of my lead magnet, the my freebie that I give away, so people will opt in uh, there. Uh, but then over time, I I had created some tools to help me manage my business, like some Excel spreadsheets and stuff like that, um, and things like that. So I what I did was I created a a free membership on the website, and when you sign up for the free membership, you get the ebook, you get the um, and and access to all the tools and all that, and then I also added a forum onto my uh, my website. And so, if people want to comment on the forum or ask a question or whatever, you have to log in. Also, so it's a free membership, and it has all those tools. They're all uh, they're all free and included there. And then um, that started getting people to sign up. So. Um, in terms of how many people are coming, I'm right now, I'm getting about thirty to thirty five thousand page views a month, um, wow. which is you know pretty good. I feel like for a little laundromat website, I mean, there's tons of websites That's doing pretty, way better than that, pretty but, good brother. Uh, yeah, um, but one of the things actually that really helped drive a lot of traffic was I started a YouTube channel where I just started basically teaching a lot of the same lessons um on there. And then also, you know, I have the podcast and I post the podcast also on YouTube and that has driven a lot of traffic. In fact, I can see a correlation in the analytics of, you know, cause YouTube goes in waves, it goes up and then it plateaus or go down a little and then it'll go up. And, and I can see the correlation of the website traffic to the YouTube traffic. So I do get a lot of, uh, traffic from those YouTube videos also.
0: And got contractors, this is not like rocket science. It might sound like rocket science if you've never heard of this stuff, but like you're already out on the job. You can make a video, three things you need to know about hiring a contractor mm-hmm. or, or five things to, uh, you need to know as a homeowner when building a roof or whatever it is, if you're a plumber, or HVAC guy. And then you can take that video, you can find somebody on Fiverr and get it edited for 50, five to 20 bucks. And then you can take that and put it in a software that transcribes everything you said And then you can put it on your website and from there, you know, have like a contact where they can, it'll basically be SEO for your business where they can, Mm -hmm. you know, basically pick up the phone to hire you. So um, So real
1: quick, real quick on that. Um, So just to kind of put some sort of meat on those ones. First of all, if you want to go look, go look at uh, Laundromat Resource on YouTube. My videos are not, they're nothing special. They're nothing, they're not like great quality necessarily, but it's. It's good information for the people, right? That that I'm, you know, targeting. And you know, Alex Hormozzi, I think, is like king of this, right? He's in his closet or whatever with his nose strip on, and he's just giving good information, and people, you know, people eat it up, right? And so, so don't get intimidated by the quality of the video, especially initially. Like, you know, that stuff evolves over time, and you get better over time. But it's more about like think about who you're. Your avatar avatar is your customer is. What information do you have that can help them? And what I found is you can give all the information away for free. You can give all of it away for free. And what it does is, you know, I think a lot of us think if I give all the information away for free, people aren't going to need me anymore. And that's not true. What what's true of today's economy is information is free, implementation is what. Costs money. And that's exactly what you are. So instead of having the mindset of if I give away the information, you know, my competitor's going to get it or I'm going to, you know, they're not going to need me anymore because they'll know whatever. Um, have the mindset of if I give the information away for free, people are going to see number one, that I care. And number two, that I know what I'm talking about. And number three, they're going to trust me more because I'm giving the information away. And guess what? Now they know, like, trust you. And that's the trifecta of who's going to want to do business with you, right? And that's the power of YouTube specifically, even over a blog, is that people see you face to face, they hear your voice, and you're giving them good information and it, it converts, it converts. I,
0: man, I love that. That's some good information. Information is free implementation is what costs. And that's one of the reasons I created Federal Construction University. I spent a lot of money, time, heartache and efforts to figure out how to win government contracts. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to give a lot of it away for free. And then the the ones who want to, me to hold their hand and coach them week after week and be successful, those are the ones that will say, hey, Justin, what do I got to do work with you? So I love that you do that. Now, with your laundromat resource, I know you have a syndication or you have uh, investment opportunities. Can you talk on that a little bit to the contractor who's listening to you and says, "Hey, maybe I'll explore owning a laundromat or or being part of a, owner of a laundromat."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I have a one of the benefits of having a podcast and having your face out there on YouTube. One of the downsides is that you know you're going to get your hecklers uh oh you're gonna get haters you're gonna get haters i have
0: (laughs) i have haters that hate on me so bad i'm like whatever dude i don't give a damn about y'all
1: yeah yeah yeah. well i'm i'm long-winded and a slow talker in the way that i know that mostly is well number one because my wife tells me both of those things but number two everybody on youtube tells me that uh so uh you know yes but uh one of the other benefits besides the haters is uh and the fun you can have with them uh, is yeah. <laughs> that people start to recognize you and want to do business with you and start to see you as an authority in your space, um, and so uh, so what I did was I partnered with uh, two of the the best guys I know in in the industry, and uh, and we started a little investment fund here where we're going to be doing capital raises to go out and buy uh, laundromats with investors, and uh, the. The beauty of laundromats is that they're just they're so good with the cash flow that there's meat on the bone for investors and there's meat on the bone for uh for us as the operators of the fund. And um, and having, you know, just the benefit of having the the best people in the industry, and you know, myself excluded, but you know, uh the best people in the industry, and and we have, you know, between us, I think we have. 17 laundromats and so there's just a a depth of experience there and systems that are already in place that we can just kind of move and plop onto new laundromats that we buy and marketing engines and there's a whole kind of game plan around what do they look like how do we operate them what's our pricing structure all that stuff that we can just kind of drop on there so that's called diligence capital investments uh if you're interested you can check that out but also utilize that for your stuff yeah yeah, due diligence
0: capital investments is people who you're working with. And if you're interested as a contractor, you have money and you want to you know, diversify your portfolio, obviously do your own research, do your own due diligence. Um, what's the resource they need to go to to contact you regarding that?
1: Um, You can check out DiligenceCapitalInvestments.com um, or you could just email me directly, Jordan at LaundromatResource.com. And that's Laundromat. A lot of people put the Y in there instead of an O, but it's an O, com.
0: Laundro, California. I'm wondering why it's called DRO, but let's just <laughs> change topics. Okay. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> so best tip you can give to an owner who is leading a team and wants to leave a legacy? Yeah. Uh,
1: listen, I would say, I would say, be be the owner and give people the responsibility. You know, and and that's a process of handing over responsibility to other people, but give people responsibility and uh, the the authority to be able to carry out your vision for the business, right? And and that comes down to finding ways and times to let go of the things that you have been white knuckle ripping for a long time right and it goes back to you know being that that operator who loves swinging the hammer and being in there you know and i've got some buddies who are in construction and who own shops who they do it because they love doing the thing um but if you're trying to build a business you're trying to build a legacy you're trying to employ more people you're trying to scale up you're trying to have a more Free life that comes by working on the bigger things. The whole working on the business, not as much in the business, and handing over trust, authority, responsibility to the people that you've went out and the the rock stars that you went out and fo- and found. Let them be rock stars and really celebrate them and build them up. Um, I I think it's easy to get frustrated when people make mistakes and put people down. But I found that if you can build people up and give them the confidence, because usually all it is, is the skills can be taught. The confidence has to be given. You have to Mm -hmm. give it to the people, right? And so your employees give them the confidence, celebrate when they do something right. Obviously guide them when they don't, but, you know, give them that authority, give them your trust and, and let them be the rock stars that they are.
0: Wow, bro. So many nuggets of wisdom right there. Contractors, if you're listening let us know where you're listening and what type of construction you specialize in, drop a comment below. We love to see those. And if you want to take your business to the next step, reach out to me. We have four retreats a year in Costa Rica. We teach you how to become an owner. How can I have an eight-figure company and not be there? And it all run by itself because I've figured things out like Jordan has. So Jordan, one more time, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to learn or potentially learn more potentially do investment syndication with you how can they reach out to you
1: yeah probably the best way jordan j-o-r-d-a-n at laundromat com.
0: thank you for being on the real construction owners podcast brother thank you for having me amen